the winds, wind. You make the winds your messengers. Fire and flames your ministers. The word of God for the people of God. Thank God for the word. Oh, awesome. Majestic God, we come this morning on this first Sunday of the new year to say thank you. You brought us through 2023, and we say thank you. Lord, we thank you most of all for your son Jesus. Sacrifice his life that we might see you as an example that we might live a better life. You shed your blood for us. Thank you, Lord. And we say thank you. Yes. You sent the Holy Spirit to comfort us, to remind us of all the things that you've done. And we'll do. And Lord, we thank you for this church, the beloved community church of Atlanta Incorporated. We thank you that you give us a house that we come together (laughs) to worship your holy name. Sweet name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you most for our senior servant who gives us the word that would help us grow closer to you. Lord, we ask for your blessings and protection around him and his entire family. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we ask that you bless the congregation of this church. We ask that you bless all the ministries And we ask that you pour out your spirit on us that we might be stronger in doing the work that you have us to do. And we ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Uh, Amen. 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 Amen.
which wasn't and through faith can manifest it into that which is. That's the basis of faith. That's who God is. And because that's who God is, that's a portion of who we are. That we can create something out of nothing. Simply because we believe. Because we believe that it is. It becomes. Because we believe that it can. It does. Ah. Oh, black people, you are a magical people. Come on, come on, come on. Please know that. The magical Negro is not a myth, but it has been proven over and over again. Ashe. Why? Because he's able. Amen. Amen, amen. Welcome, everybody, to 2024. For our first biblical reading this morning, going to come from John chapter 1, starting at verse 29, concluding at 34. And as always, we're going to read it. Excuse me. We're going to read it alternating. I will read the red, you will read the green, and then we will read the black together. Ashe. Our brother Black's here. Amen. God bless you, my dear brother. Amen. All right. The next day, he saw Jesus coming towards him and declared, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but I came baptizing with water for this reason, that he might be revealed to Israel. And it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, he on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain in the one who baptized with the Holy Spirit altogether. And I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God, the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God for the Word. Oh, God. Oh, awesome God. Oh, able God. The God who manifests himself in so many forms and places and spaces. The God who speaks from old men as well as babes. The one who speaks from the wise through the simple. The one who is in every and all things at the same time. Oh, God, it's you who we appeal to, who we are calling, and who we invite. We invite you, Lord. We invite you, Lord, 
into our hearts, into our souls, into our lives, into our situations, and specifically, Lord, into this, our service to you, our worship to you, our dependency upon you, and our reliance on you in our lives and how important you are, God. We invite you, God, to help us, Lord, to show us, Lord, to touch us, Lord, that we may worship you, Lord, in spirit and in truth, God. Oh, Lord, we invite you, God, to interact with us and to talk to our hearts, God. We invite you, God, to lift us up out of the funk that we might be in, Lord. We call on you, Lord, to intervene into the situations that we don't know what to do with, Lord. We call on you, Lord, to make a change, Lord. We call on you, Lord, to make intervention, Lord. We call on you, Lord, for just a miracle sometimes, God, because that's what we need, God. We call on you, Lord, because we have just messed up. We have just messed up. And we can't see no way through, God. And all we want to know is, how are you going to get us out of this? Because we know that you will, God. Oh, God, we call on you, Lord, and we pray to you, Lord. This is what we ask. This is what we pray. This is what we're expecting in the precious name of your son, the African Messiah, that black man that we call Jesus. And we say amen. 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 Ashe. 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 Amen. Look at God. Won't he do it? Because we have our own Mariah Slaughter, who after she puts her purse down, she's going to lead us <laughs> in the guiding ideals. Ashe. And all I can say is, won't she do it? Won't she do it? Yeah, God is a she too. Yeah, won't she do it? Won't she do it? Just say, God is what? On time. On time, God. All right. Good morning. All right. Uh, principles of my eye. Um, I'll say the word you repeated after me, and I'll give a brief definition of what that means to us. All right, truth. truth. Truth is the absence of lies, falsehoods, and fakery. It is the presence of honest and open communication among the mighty and the holy people of God. Justice. Justice, Justice is when the people who need the most help get the most help. Order. Order. Order is acting with the aim of honoring the agreed upon norms and the best practices that we have identified as helpful to the flourishing of our people. Righteousness. No. Righteousness. Oh, I'm sorry. Harmony. Harmony. Harmony is maintaining the legacy and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self while seamlessly expressing yourself as a part of the group. So that's different notes all blending together to make one beautiful sound. Righteousness. Righteousness. Righteousness is right thoughts and right actions resulting in right relationality among others who are striving to be in relationship with divinity. Balance. Balance. Balance is living a robust life tempered by wisdom wherein curiosity and satisfaction are mediated by moderation and circumspection. 
Lastly, we have reciprocity. Reciprocity. And reciprocity is understanding that giving, planting, and serving results in receiving harvest and reaping in every aspect of people activity. Thank you guys for your participation. Can a hand clap on that? We'll move right along to the virtues of my eye, and we'll set these together on the count of three. One, two, three. Control of thoughts, control of actions, devotion to one's purpose, faith in your teacher's ability to teach truth, faith in myself to assimilate the truth, faith in myself to wield the truth, freedom from resentment under persecution, freedom from resentment under wrong, ability to distinguish right from wrong, ability to distinguish real from unreal. Thank you guys again. And I guess in Molly's absence, I'll go ahead and proceed with the Inguzusaba. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Um, and how these, the cadence on this goes. I'll say the word. You repeat it after me. It's a Swahili word. And then uh, we'll move on to the English word together and follow with the stanza together. All righty. Umoja. Umoja. Unity. To strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Kujichagalia. Self-determination. To define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Ujima. Collective work and responsibility. To build and maintain our communities and make our sisters and brothers problems our problems, and to solve them together. Ujama, cooperative economics, to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional, traditional greatness. greatness. Creativity. To do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited. Imani. Faith. To believe with all our hearts in our creator, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, our people, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. I just want to say that I love you more. 
that cannot be expressed out loud we need you to attend to in the name of Jesus we need you to stop by here oh God and sit with each and every person that is in this room right now allow your Holy Spirit to bubble up on the inside of each of us oh God reminding us that we are alive and that you are alive and in us that you dwell in us each and every day of our lives from the morning that we wake up until the evening when we go to sleep, you are with us, you protect us, you guide us, you encourage us, you give us what we need in order to survive. And we thank you, oh God. We thank you because you've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. 
We thank you because you sleep with us when we're sleeping and you wake with us when we're awake. You walk with us when we're walking and you get in us and you talk with us when we're talking. We love you and we can't get enough of you. We bless your name right now, oh God. We come before you thanking you and asking you to remember those who are going through bereavement right now. Sister Gwen King in the loss of our son Dre to others in our congregation brother Donald Green in the life the loss of his wife Sheree Green we ask that you would remember those who are sick brother Roger brother Roger we ask that you would see about him oh God Sister, Marguerite's sister, who I visited with on this past week, I ask, oh God, that you would be in the room with her now as she convalesces, oh God. I pray that you would touch her in a mighty way from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet and bless everything in between, oh God. I ask, oh God, that you would Forgive us of our sins and our shortcomings. That you would have mercy is my real prayer, oh God. That you would have mercy on each of us. Those who have family members who are sick and can't get well, I ask that you would heal. And oh God, even me, your lowest of servants, I pray, pray that you would place your hands on me and heal me. And that right early. Heal your people, oh God. Touch us all with a finger of love. And remind us that you are with us through all, through it all. Through it all, we learn how to trust you. And we ask that you would be with us in the midst of this service that we offer you. That you would be in our hallelujahs and in our thank you, Jesuses that you would hear us when we reach out to you with our voices, with our hands clapped. We pray, oh God, that you would bless us. We receive your blessings now in the name of your son, Jesus, our mighty savior. And for his sake, we pray, amen, amen, amen. Ashe, 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 oh.
yeah. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Come Lord. by here. It's now time for our Sankofa moment and leading us in our Sankofa moment this first Sunday in the year 2024 mm -hmm. none other than our dear brother Quay two times two times Good day to you good people. All right, grand rising indeed. Yes. Uh, today's say Kofi moment person is David Walker. He was an African American abolitionist. Abolitionist. Uh, hold on, okay. Abolitionist. Writer and anti-slavery activist. Though his father was a slave, his mother was free, therefore he was free. In 1829, with the assistance of the African Grand Lodge, later named Prince Hall Grand Lodge, jurisdiction of Massachusetts, he published an appeal to the colored civil citizens of the world, a call for black unity and a fight against slavery. Come on. It brought attention to the to the abuse and iniquities of slavery and the responsibilities of individuals to act according to religious and political principles. Some people were shocked and fearful of the reaction that the pamphlet would provoke. Southern citizens were upset with Walker's viewpoints and as a result outlawed circulation of rebellious publications mm. and North Carolina's legislator and that the most brutal actions ever passed in North Carolina to control slaves and free blacks. Mm. Walker was a, was a sales agent and a writer for New York City influential Freedom's Journal, the first newspaper owned and operated by African Americans. Right. Walker influenced Frederick Douglass, Nat, Nate Turner, Nat Turner, uh, William Lloyd Garrison, Martin Luther King Jr., and Malcolm X Jr. Michael Max, give it up for our brother David Walker. Brother David Walker. Let us prepare to share. Oh, we have a Moja meeting coming up. It's the 16th, I think, of January, next Saturday. So I want to invite everybody to come on the 13th, Saturday the 13th, 2024, our first Emoja meeting of the year where we come to plan out our year and to look over the past year and to see the things that we can do to improve our worship and our imprint in the community. And so uh, I invite you all to be present. 
Saturday, January the 13th at 2, I think that says 2, at 2 p.m. here at the Below Community Church of Atlanta. Um, and so now it's offering time. Amen. I would invite you to stand to your feet, prepare what you have in the envelope, and bring it and place it in the bucket. Be led by your ushers. And you can give by going to Cash App, dollar sign, the below community. Or you can go to PayPal and make your contribution to Beloved Community ATL at gmail.com. But whatever you do, help support this ministry, this Beloved Community Church of Atlanta. And I want you to do it because you're blessed. Yes, let me hear you say bless. 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 Oh, yeah. Let me hear you say bless. 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 Let me hear you say bless in the city.
we thank you for these gifts. We pray that they would be multiplied and become more than enough so that we would be able to continue to share. I ask that in the name of sweet black Jesus and for his sake, I always pray amen, amen, and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, sisters and brothers, put your hands together now for the beloved community orchestra and chorale. Put your hands together for them as they come.
Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. I am tired. I am, I am weak. I am worn through the Thank you for this day, for this another preach opportunity. I pray that you would get in me and get on these pages that I have written, make them come to life, and make a change in the lives of those who are hearers thereof. And I pray that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen, amen, amen. Ooh, I come, I, I come, I, I come to From the book of Zechariah, chapter number seven. Zechariah, chapter seven, beginning at verse eight, reads The word of the Lord came to Zechariah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts. Render true judgments. Show kindness and mercy to one another. Do not oppress the widow, the orphan, the alien, or the poor. And do not devise evil in your hearts against one another. The word of the Lord. I want to talk this morning from what I have decided to call a recipe for salvation 
of the black nation. A recipe for salvation of the black nation. A recipe for salvation for the black nation. The black church and the black nation is at a cross, crossroads. An intersectionality of existence of the most critical and crucial varieties. Through some kind of strange and demonic turn of events, there has occurred a fissure, a disconnection, a break between many black people and the black church. That is a primary indicator of the disease and pathology that's among us. What kind of people turn against the most important institution created by them? And how do you think this unfortunate circumstance is going to work out for our future as a people? As a preacher, pastor, theologian with a prophetic call, it is necessary for me to register my disagreement with the direction that I see the black nation headed toward. As a man of God, I want the record to reflect that I do not support hegemony in any form. It does not matter who the perpetrator is, cracker or black cracker. I do not condone the creation of policies that undermine the humanity of the poor and disenfranchised and that gives preference and favor to the rich and powerful. If I am going to stand in front of people on a weekly basis, I see it as imperative for me to keep the struggle alive, to not only talk about the love of Jesus, the African Messiah, but I must cry out against injustice, against lies, against propaganda, and willful misinterpretations of reality, against the promulgation and promotion of systemic oppression that digs ditches of hopelessness in the hearts and souls of the people of God. I'm not saying I'm the only one. I'm just saying I'm trying to do my part to keep us connected. Y'all feel what I'm saying? Sisters and brothers, I believe that we are in need of a recipe for salvation of the black nation. When I gaze backward toward the life of Zechariah, I see a brother attempting to do his part to keep the struggle alive among the people of God, Israel. The people had been enslaved in Babylon. Their black faces had cried rivers of tears. The punishment they endured during their enslavement was grievous so much so that they had lost their will to fight as they watched their oppressors run roughshod over their rights and celebrate their status of brokenness. Zechariah had to register his disagreement with the direction of the nation. As a priest, a prophet, and as a man of God, it was his duty to resist participation in the hegemonic practices that existed among them. Practices that marginalized and excluded the poor and kissed the backsides of the rich and powerful. The ruler to whom they were subject was named Darius I, also known as Darius the Great, the king of kings of the Persian Empire. When the Persians defeated the Babylonians, the children of God received their liberty, but they were still not free. Only when you fight for your freedom can you truly be free. People tend to take for granted the things which they get that they don't work for. Real freedom comes from struggle, 
not decree. In our liberation struggle, black people found out that the Emancipation Proclamation didn't make us free to do anything other than to starve to death. And oh, my precious sister and my proud brethren, I wish I was preacher enough to help you to see the problems that they had before them. They had created and they had returned to their homeland, Jerusalem, and had decided to rebuild the temple which had been destroyed during their defeat. However, not only... Not all of the people had the courage and the temerity to initiate what seemed to be an impossible task. The temple, their historical place of worship, was shut down until further notice. The broken temple was a sign indicating the brokenness of the spirit of the people. Part of the fragmented people lived in exile in Bethel. It was not very far from Bethel to Jerusalem, but the difference between attitudes of the people who lived in the two separate cities was gigantic. Shariza and Regimelech, whose name means friends of the king, made the short journey from Bethel to make an inquiry of the priest and the prophets who were working faithfully on the temple renovation project. The text says, now the people of Bethel had sent Shereza and Regimelech and their men to entreat the favor of the Lord and to ask the priests of the house of the Lord of hosts and the prophets, should I mourn and practice abstinence in the fifth month as I have done for so many years? You can tell that Zechariah is a little salty here in his response to the friends of the king, popping up asking them questions about fasting and fornicating while he and other servants of God and the people were sweating like slaves trying to rebuild the temple. He answered their questions with some questions of his own. Can you just, can't you just sense his anger at being asked about silly rules and baseless traditions that they had forgotten the meaning of? Please understand their problem. While they were slaves, they began certain traditions to remind them of their destruction. Over time, they lost appreciation for the struggle, and they allowed what was once an important feature of their culture to lose its meaning among them. Watch him as he stays in character and says, Then the word of the Lord of hosts came to me. Say to the people of the land and to the priests, when you have fasted and lamented in the fifth month and in the seventh for these 70 years, was it for me that you fasted? God is asking through the mouth of the prophet here. And when you eat and when you drink, do you not eat and drink only for yourselves? Were not these the words that the Lord proclaimed by the former prophets when Jerusalem was inhabited and in prosperity along with the towns around it when the Negev and the Shephelah were inhabited? In other words, the prophet asked them, why are you worried about what God is saying now? You ain't been worried about it. When the prophets of old admonished you to remember the struggle, you ignored them. Why are you really coming to me now? God told them to ask what you really want. What do you really want when you come to church? I imagine that Zechariah peeped their game and realized that they were merely snooping around, curiously observing to see how much work had been done on rebuilding the temple. What were the, re what were the real workers for God really up to? You may not believe it, but people show up here from time to time just to look and see what real workers are doing for the cause of Christ. Are you really Christians? 
Are y'all bloodthirsty black nationalists led by an evil mad scientist prophet who believes that racism, white supremacy is the only sin in the Bible? Are you really feeding the people that you claim to feed? Are you really approaching worship from an intentionally Afrocentric perspective? Are you really attempting to rebuild the temple of the true and living God in the hearts of black people? Do you really believe that you can recover our glory as the mighty and the holy people of God in the wake of COVID-19? Are you really the beloved community? And Zechariah catches himself as he is about to escalate into a prophetic rage and shares with the incurrents a recipe for recovery in a desolate land he says I've been talking to God about this and thus says the Lord of hosts render true judgments show kindness and mercy to one another do not oppress the widow the orphan the alien or the poor and do not devise evil in your hearts against one another there it is whoop as my daddy would say that's the recipe and it begins with ma'at, true judgments or justice, being kind and showing mercy, being open and inviting to people instead of developing attitudes and practices that alienate people and make them feel unwelcome. Think of one another and bless one another and think well of one another and do right by each other. Sounds like black love brings about black unity, which creates black power among the mighty and the holy people. Do you see what I'm saying? But the text records that they refused to listen and turned a stubborn, cold shoulder and a stiff-armed face mush to the prophet and stopped their ears in order not to hear what he was saying. They made their hearts adamant in order not to hear the law and the words that the Lord of hosts had sent by his spirit through the former prophets. Therefore, great wrath came from the Lord of hosts. Just as when I called, they would not hear. So when they call, I will not hear, says the Lord of hosts. And I scattered them with a whirlwind among all the nations that, had, that they had not known. Thus the land they left was desolate so that no one went to and fro, and a pleasant land was made desolate. Good ground became worthless. Chapter 7 comes to a bitter end, and I'm left thinking that that is where the story ends. Well, I was about to believe that things would not be okay. How many of you recognize that even though it might look like it's the end, you got to keep on searching for the good news the chapter ends there, but my mission to find good news in the text obliged me to continue to search for it. So I kept on searching, and in chapter number eight, I found the following words, beginning at verse number one, where it says, the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, saying, thus says the Lord of hosts, I am jealous 
for Zion with great jealousy and I am jealous for her with great wrath. Thus says the Lord, I will return to Zion and will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. Jerusalem shall be called the faithful city and the mountain of the Lord of hosts shall be called the holy mountain. Thus says the Lord of hosts, old men and old women shall again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each with a staff in hand because of great age and the streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in the streets. Thus says the Lord of hosts, even though it seems impossible to the remnant of this people in these days, should it also seem impossible to me, says the Lord of hosts. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will save my people from the east country and from the west country and I will bring them to live in Jerusalem. They shall be my people and I will be their God in faithfulness and in righteousness. Aren't you glad that I didn't quit searching? In a sense, God is saying, I know you've been through some changes, and I understand that you've been treated unkind, and that your way has been rough, but I love you, and I'm going to see about you. Can't you hear the Lord saying to you, if I had stopped wilting, if I had stopped searching, we would have missed a good part. Lord have mercy. Can't you hear the Lord saying, I know you're in the midst of a place of desolation, but I got you. I got the recipe that will turn your life around. It may be impossible for you, but nothing, nothing is impossible for God. God says, I will save you. I will lift you up. I will empower you. I will restore you. I will allow you to recover your dignity that you lost. And I will restore your souls. God will meet you in the midst of your desolation when you feel empty and that all hope is lost. God says, I belong to you and you belong to me. I belong to you and you belong to me. That's why he sent his son on a nine-month journey. He got off in Bethlehem of Judea. He walked the streets doing good for 33 years. Ended up on a cross on a hill called Calvary. Ain't God all right? Ain't the Lord all right? There's a recipe for salvation for the black nation was to hang on a tree 
from the sixth to the ninth hour. He hung, bled, and died. He never said a mumbling word. He dropped his head in the locks of his shoulder, and he died. I said he died till the moon ran down in long lines of blood. He died till somebody said, surely, oh, surely, surely, yeah, this must be the Son of God. He died and they took him off the cross put him in Joseph of Arimathea's borrowed tomb. He stayed there all night, Friday night. Didn't he do it, y'all? He stayed right there, yeah. All day Saturday, he stayed right there all night, Saturday night. But Sunday morning, he got up out of the grave with all power, all power, all power in the palm of his hand. Ain't he all right? Won't he give you a recipe for the salvation of your souls? And the salvation of your soul brings about the salvation of a black nation, one soul at a time. That's the recipe. Found in the word. Render true judgments. Show kindness and mercy to one another. Do not oppress the widow, the orphan, the alien, or the poor. And do not devise evil in your hearts against one another. That's the recipe found in Zechariah chapter 7. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers and the hearers of his word and the doers of his word. We offer Christ to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We offer Christ to you. This is 
is your opportunity to come to make yourself a part of this beloved community, Church of Atlanta. We offer Christ to you. We offer Christ to you. Oh, my brother. circle of responsibility oh it's the first Sunday that big old <laughs> table sitting there in front of me
Let us prepare our hearts through prayer. Lord God, we thank you for this day and for this, this another opportunity to share in your broken body and your shed blood. We bless these mortal elements now and we imbue them with supernatural power that when we eat and we drink, we might be changed and become better as a result of our taking in of that which represents you and your spirit. And I ask these in all blessings in the name of sweet black Jesus. For his sake I pray. On the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he blessed it and he broke it. And he said, This my body for broken that was broken for you. And he took the cup after supper, saying, This represents the New Testament in my blood. As often as you drink it, do so in remembrance of me. And so we bless these common elements now. That when you receive them and you ingest them. They will become a healing source in your life. Yeah. 
So release the bread from the cup. Hold it in your hand. Lord, we bless this carnal bread, this wafer that represents your broken body. We pray that when we eat it, that we will become more like you. Let us eat together. Amen. Likewise, he took the cup after supper. And I want you to release Fill back and release the juice. It represents the wine. That represents the blood of Jesus that was shed on the hill called Calvary. Let us drink together. Now I may say that almost all things are cleansed with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there may be no remission of sin. So we thank God for allowing Jesus to be slain, for his blood to be shed, and for us to be redeemed through it is our blessing indeed. Turn this mic on, yeah. I want you to go in peace knowing that you are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ which you have just consumed in your body. Let us make our circle of responsibility and prepare to make our way to our many different destinations. It's our duty to win. It's our duty to win. We got a love and support each other. Yeah. We got nothing to lose. We have nothing to lose. Thank you for this day, for everything we've experienced during our time of worship together. I pray that when we leave this place, 
we will leave in the care and safety of your arms, that when we make it home, no one will have broken in and stolen our stuff, is my prayer. I ask that you would bless those who are grieving, those who are in need of a touch. I pray that you would touch, oh God. I pray that you would deliver us from the evil that attempts to destroy us and bless us with your holiness and your love. I ask it all in the name of sweet black Jesus, our Lord and Savior, our healer, our redeemer, and our soon coming king. And it's for his sake that I pray. Amen. 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 Now reach up in the sky and pull down a handful of power and pull it into your body and shout, Harambe, Harambe, Harambe. That means let's all pull together. And if we pull together, we're going to make it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Go in peace and the peace of the Lord be with you. Nothing to lose, yeah. We ain't got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. We ain't got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. and the peace of the Lord be with you.